Hello, hello, and a very, very, very warm welcome to this, the latest Soul Trader podcast. And I am, as always, really delighted to be here. Um, I'm Rashid Ognaru. Those of you who are discovering me for the first time, thank you so much for tuning in. And those of you, of course, who are discovering Soul Trader. Um, Soul Trader is a book that I wrote um, uh, <laughs> a long time ago now. Um, and it is all about building a business that you love from your heart. Um, and that building a business that you love is going to require a number of things. And one of those things that it's going to require is, is courage. I, and, and that's the theme of today's webinar. Seven types of courage, seven issues of courage, seven times when courage will be required, be it that you're starting running your business or that you um, are growing running your business because courage is going to be required constantly. And as I record this right now, it's, the begin it's quite early on in a new year and it's early on in a new, new decade. And I've already recorded one um, podcast this year um, called A New Decade Begins around all of that um, excitement and, and nervousness and uncertainty um, at the start of um, a new year, a new decade where we don't know what's going to happen. And starting a new business is, is very much like that, where there can be um, so much uncertainty, so much excitement, um, and there's so much for us to learn. And, and, that, and that's a journey throughout um, running a business because there's going to be all sorts of twists and turns. And as I record this, I, um, it's brought to my memory and I suddenly realized um, that I started being my own boss full time, you know, properly, you know, taking the full plunge um, 15 years ago. I remember it really, really clearly. It was January um, 2005, and the year before had been very, very challenging one at work. I knew, I'd known for a number of years before, for about seven years before, that I never wanted to work full-time again. And it, that was a journey that took me through all sorts of things. You know, I was, I'd before, been, those of you know me, know before I was, um, I'd been pursuing a career as a singer, performer, then I discovered coaching, um, and I went off and I trained as a coach, and I... Um, qualified, I'd, well, I'd, I'd, be, I'd qualified for it uh, as a coach, I think, uh, a, a year or two before. And uh, I had, um, so I'd finished my training then. And I think I had been, um, you know, dipping in my, my toe in the idea of being my own boss now as a coach for at least a year and a half um, for, for about two years where, you know, I'd been, um, whilst I was studying, I was getting the coaching practice in, et cetera, et cetera. And I knew that I wanted to be my own boss. But this thing about going for it full time required courage. And just this weekend, um, as chance would have it, <laughs> on, on Sunday I was running um, a sales and marketing fundamentals um, accelerator day for the coaching academy here in the United Kingdom, who I trained with. And for a number of years now, probably the best part of, you know, for on and off for about uh, 10 years, I've run different um, sessions for. And I... These days currently run a, once every year, um, sometimes more, a sales and mar marketing fundamentals um, course for, for coaches, for their coaches. Um, <clears> These <throat> very, very talented coaches um, with, all, with such rich histories. But of course, there's that journey of um, now being this full time and of course, knowing how you're going to promote yourself and how you're going to win your business, especially when you are a sole trader where your one person is really, really challenging. I've had conversations with other individuals who are at this point where they know now, they've known for some time, and I've been having a conversation like me, who know, who's known for some time that they want to be their own boss. And I had a magical conversation with a magical person who I had 
coach a number of years ago. Um, um, in, fun, in fact, one of the first kind of corporate coaching gigs with organisations I had um, uh, coached um, with a with a chief executive of this um, organisation who, who who since then has um, built his own business. You know, become his own boss. Actually, running a kind of two types of business. One's a you know one's a product very much a product related business, and one is a consultancy related business. Cheers! I'm just having some hot water and lemon, <laughs> um, I, which is what I love to have first thing in the morning. So, um, you know, so I bumped into, uh, reconnected with online this uh, person who I'd coached, and uh, they happen to be in the UK now, um, just for a, for a couple of weeks. And I'd invited them along to an event that um, I'd been leading, and he and then he, he sat me down and he told me about the book Soul Trader, and he told me about how inspiring the book had been at certain points um, in terms of finding the courage to f- pursue what he wanted to do. And this, for me, was quite remarkable. And maybe this is why I produced the Soul Trader podcast to um, give life to the book, beyond the book, and to invite people into the book and invite people into this journey of being their own boss. Because there are so many different types of courage at different moments. So it might be the courage of starting out um, like um, the person I was speaking to a while ago, it might be the courage of building your business. In the case of the guy I was speaking to, you know, um, I think there's new things and new there's, there's new challenges, there's new things that he's wanting to do, expanding. Perhaps there'll be an international aspect to, to his business now. He certainly has an international dimension. And so, yeah, this whole thing about starting and growing your own business, being your own boss, is, is, is racked with the need for, yeah, one clarity, which I talk about all the time and quite rightly the book begins with, but also it's going to require courage. And um, I'm going to share with you some elements from the book, um, which I don't actually often do from this podcast. And I've got the book in front of me. Now, first of all, sat in front of the chapter Courage. Um, courage, it begins, utilize your inner strength. There's only but one, there's but one act of courage in life, becoming who you are. Now, this quote is a paraphrase of my, um, <laughs> of, of one of my quotes, you know, sooner or later you hear what your heart's always been telling you, stop trying to be, you think you should be, become who you are. Um, and, but, and this quote here talks you to about that only act of courage of being authentically yourself. And, and, and business also requires this of you because there's this opportunity where it invites this to you for you to do for what you love, that which is what you're about, where your skills or where your passions are, or where one of your skills and your passions are. And it says, there's no question that courage will be necessary throughout the journey of building a successful and fulfilling business as a sole trader. Where is it that you're going to find that courage? There are many challenges in starting, finding the right people to help you, gaining and maintaining customers and balancing business and your, and your personal life. There will be challenge in meeting the different demands and needs within your business, operational, organizational, technical, prioritizing and marketing. There will be all sorts of financial and economic challenges in the business, as the business landscape changes. Some of these will be unforeseen, such as finding the supply, setting up the. Some of these may, sorry, I beg your pardon. Some of these may be, have been foreseen, such as finding suppliers, setting up systems, marketing, and promoting your business. There may be challenges that you may not have anticipated, such as an internet or database crash um, uh, that could uh, incapacitate your business for days or weeks. There may be problems um, that you should plan for, such as the main customer suddenly leaving. 
um, leaving a huge hole in your finances. There may be challenges with the business partner or with friends and family. You may want or need to diversify, expand, change your business or price structure, take on staff or outsize work. All of these things will require courage. Um, and and then, the, then the book invites you to explore times in your life which have required courage. But I think one of the things that I want to um, just pick up on now, um, <clears throat> and, and I'm just glancing through the book as I speak to you, the thing I wanted to pick out actually uh, are, are, are a couple of things. And if we have a little bit of time, I might pick up on some of the other things which have just caught my eye in the book. And, and my tip is that, you know, with the book Soul Trade, if you've got it, if you read it, you know, every now and then just pick it up randomly and pick up a, a chapter. So my theme around seven types of courage, what I want to do is just to pick up on seven courage themes that are likely to, that you're likely to face or encounter in starting up and seven themes and issues that require courage if you're growing your business. So seven um, courage issues in starting out. And again, if I think of when I was running this, um, this sales and marketing um, course for coaches, lots of people in the room, talented people, and there's courage, the thing around courage, around confidence, around motivation, I'm going to make this business work was huge. And um, think about a number of people who I, oh, I meet. Um, so I want to just share these themes with you. So it says, number one, giving yourself to explore what, explore, explore what you want. Giving yourself to explore what you want. And I want to invite you to pause, to be still, might be you're traveling on the way to work on the train or the tube. It might well be that you're in the gym working out or doing something or just listening to this in the background. You know, I really want you to sit with this. And it might well be that after this, you play it back or that you pause it at certain moments that you can really sit with this, really sit with this stuff and see what bubbles up for you. One, giving yourself to explore um, the space of what you want. What is it that you want? What is it that you want from your business? On that um, masterclass I was running at the weekend, I really invited them, first of all, to be absolutely clear, their coaches, what is it they're wanting from their business? And that will change. But, it, it, but when you're starting, and if you're listening to this, if you're starting out, then that's really important. Number two, having the courage to follow your heart and your beliefs. For me, it was really, really clear from when I started that my niche, if you like, one thing which was becoming clear to me was this stuff around inner fulfillment, around inner peace. As I share with the people who I trained with, my course, my training was magical. Magical course, magical trainers. And something that became clear to me was this just intangible stuff. Trust, acceptance, belief in somebody. It took um, uh, trust, energy, flow, but it took, me, it took me on a journey to really trust that and to follow my heart and to be different in my um, in my business, I should have known that in life, everything, you know, uh, you know, the, the, there's a different lens, but it took me, it, it, it took me a while it, to really trust that and to onboard that. Three, having the courage to ask people um, for help and getting expert help. This is so, so important. You might well be, I, I personally feel as though the starting business stage lasts for actually about seven years. You know, there's the first couple of years where everything's very, very brand new and you're finding your way, but actually I feel as though because there's so much to learn, business, financial, operational, that it, it, it's new for a really, really long period of time. And then it will need to be renewed ongoing. But there's something for me about asking help. When, and again, in the Soul Trader book, you know, the whole book um, takes you on this journey to begin to explore actually how you can put together those resources and the support and find them in order to help you grow. And when I was running this Accelerator Day Sales and Marketing Fundamentals, 
I was really getting people to think about and I was challenging there and then, you know, who do you know? And, and we're beginning to map out what we do in the book. Who are the different people you know from friends, family, people you know from your first job, second job, people you know socially, people, laps, customers, if you happen to, you know, in some way I'd had other customers before, you know, people you know online, through social media, mapping out who are the people you know and starting from people who you really know well, who could help you in different ways because it's bound to be the case that somebody you know is going to know somebody who's signing, somebody you know somewhere is going to know somebody who's a lawyer, somebody you know somewhere through your, through your network is going to know somebody who maybe has worked in the field related to you or somebody you know is going to um, set up their own business. In, there, will be, there will be people in your network who will be of some help or potentially could be customers. Um, <clears throat> but in terms of this first thing about help and support, um, this is really, really important. You know, not being afraid to go out there and because it, because you're going to need to be going out there into the world a lot as your own business. But first of all, having this courage to ask for help and support, who could help you? If you're there right now, who could help you? Next up, um, point number four, having the courage to speak out loud and say who it is, who it is and what I am. You know, um, let me read it exactly how I've written, written it here. Having the courage to speak out loud and to say, this is who I am and what I do. This is so important. In London Monthly, I run my Networking for Success event, which is all about helping people to become very, very clear who they are to go to network on their own network and, of course, to go out their networking. And it requires clarity. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is what it is that makes me unique. This is really, really important. And it starts off with the people you know. Do the people who you know know who you are and what you do? These are all questions for you to sit with. Having the courage to put your toe in the water and test your idea out. You know, just, and you know, this thing about asking people, asking people who they are, asking them what they want, what their challenges are, um, having that courage then to just give it a try. You know, um, you're wanting to set up um, your, your nutritious, um, your nutritious um, uh, cakes and uh, um, ready meals business and, and you've been cooking for a long time. Having the courage to try it out, inviting some friends and then them to invite friends along to a thing where people are doing a taste thing and giving feedback. You know, having, having that courage to just test it out, dipping your toe in the water. Um, courage point six, having the courage to put in the time and effort to develop yourself and your business. This is really, really important because there's going to be skills and so on that are going to be required. Having the courage to go there and uh, put yourself on this journey. And courage point number seven, having the courage to change things when things aren't aren't working. This is going to be require you constantly checking and reviewing and noticing that this isn't working. You know, I'm, I'm struggling getting clients. The marketing um, that I am doing or that I'm not doing um, uh, isn't working. Um, I'm not really organized. This isn't working. What are the things that aren't working? Having the courage to change it and to reach out for help if you, if you need it. I'm just going to touch on briefly the seven common um, challenges for growing businesses. And I think what I want to invite you to do, and I'm in coach mode today, is to really sit with these things and think, which of these courage issues or are there other courage issues? You know, are there other soft courage issues that are emerging? You know, it might be, you know, for me, you might be thinking, actually, the courage is to, you know, have a chat with friends and family to X, Y, and Z, or having the chat courage to, it could be anything. What are the courage issues that are, that are jumping up to you? The seven common challenges for growing your business. Here are um, some of the most common challenges you will face as a sole trader. One, giving yourself the time and space to review and improve on your dream. This is so important. Having that courage and, and actually the compassion and the clarity actually to stop building in that time to um, review, to improve and to improve your business. That's really important. 
um, because that requires you looking in and seeing what is working, what's not. Two, asking um, for help and saying yes and no um, uh, and changing what's not working. This is important. Asking for help, saying yes and no, and changing what's not working. So you've identified that's not working. Okay, you're going to have the courage to perhaps really ask to drop that particular service. It was one of the services you started off. It's one of three, but it's not working. The other two are working, and the first one is a headache. It takes courage. Um, courage point number three, taking on staff, virtual assistants, or business partners, especially for the first time. This is huge. This is huge, this thing about taking on staff. I think know the kind of person that you are and knowing what this business means to you. And um, is it something that you can always do kind of by yourself? It might be that you are very traditional sole trader in that sense that, yes, there is only you. For you, it's about doing your own thing, having that freedom. I'm a little bit like that. But I will have associates and so on, other people I, who, I, who I will um, utilize their services and, and pay for little bits of consultancy work as and when I have it. Because I know that for me, it's not about um, hiring staff, certainly at this stage, but that might well change at some point. But I've coached many people at that point whereby they're running, a, they're running for example, particularly a product business or they've got grander scales for their service business. And it's going to require taking people on. That's going to require courage. And it's going to require clarity. And it might require getting some help to help you to kind of think through and to to talk through it and to be really, really discerning, to say yes and no when something's not working. I've, I've done certain joint ventures and then when I've had to step back from it. You know, there have been a, a number of those. So having the courage is really important there. That's saying yes and no, changing things. Um, <clears throat> uh, aha, so I've, I've said so far, number one, taking um, uh, giving yourself the space and time to improve your dream. Two, asking for help, saying yes and no, um, and changing what's no, what's not working, and, and I beg your pardon. Um, tip three is this thing about taking on staff, virtual assistants, and business partners, especially for the first time. Um, tip number four: developing um, management skills, delegating effectively, and letting go. This is really important because as you um, manage your business, you're becoming a leader, and you're managing your yourself, time, resources, and so on. That's going to require you going on this journey of being really disciplined, very, very focused, um, and very, very organised. And that might require thing. That might require skills that um, don't necessarily appeal to you. You might be, yeah, brilliantly creative, but you're growing this. You want to grow this business in, internationally. You've got to learn to be focused and to be disciplined and to be the most organised person that it is that you know. Um, <laughs> how to bring on other people who are the most disciplined and organised people that you know. <laughs> um, tip number five: finding the space, shape, and model that work best for you and your business. Yeah, what business model is it that works for you? And I and I. I didn't really, I, it took me a long time to get my head around this. What shape and what structures, you know, what ways of doing things is it that your business works best? I started off, my business was very much just me, one-to-one -one coaching for individuals. I was a, pretty much your traditional life coach. It built into being a business coach, particularly for individuals sole trade to start their business. Over the last mm, six or seven years, the majority of the work that I do now is my speaking workshops and talks and leadership coaching. Um, I do, I'm lucky I now do selected one-to-one -one coaching with a handful of clients, um, but most of my work these days is um, where I go into organisations, I'm working with teams, leaders, Sometimes there's a lot of that which will in involve one-to-one, -one, but most of it is in the organisations, and then the rest of the, sh the shape of my business, I run um, some workshops and seminars and so on, including as a business, life and business coach for the British Library, where I'm doing, delivering workshops and talks, and, and my sessions at the British Library, and that's the way that my business says has moved. So it's moved far more from purely the one-to-one -one products as a lead to the one-to-many through talks, workshops, um, 
uh, etc., where I'm, I'm delivering by the day is what works for me for the most part now currently in my business. And, and things have shifted. So it's about knowing um, what is working for you, what works for your clients and where, where, where the business need and, and, and financially what is going to work for you in your business. And, and, and that require you really, um, really beginning to understand your business. Tip number six, raising finance and finding the right resources um, for your business growth. I mean, one of the hats I wear at the British Library, I'm, I, 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 I um, deliver the very, very first session of their Innovating for Growth program, a fantastic program, which um, a free program um, for businesses that helps them grow. There's a number of um, consultants and experts um, internally at the library's business and IP centre and externally who take people for a three-month programme to help their business grow and looking at all, taking the lid off the bonnet, looking at everything from strategy, marketing, branding, um, uh, um, business model and all the rest of it, um, um, protecting their ideas and so on to help the businesses um, to grow. Um, and, uh, you know, there's something about, you know, what, what, what are the different bits that I need for my, for my business? It's about finance is it about other, um, you know, other, other key skills, other experts to bring in? You need to begin to have the courage to, um, to either identify that yourself or to get other people's help and support, or go out there, network, and go to events, and and to constantly learn so you can you can spot where there's challenges. It's a bit like having your own car. You don't have to need to be an expert mechanic, but you've got to be able to spot when things are and when things aren't working. Finally, increase logistics, managing your time, the risks, and entering new markets. So when you're running these um, a growing business, there are all sorts of um, additional challenges. As you're, you've got increased logistics, managing your time, the risks, and so on. I can think of a very good friend of mine runs a business, and now selling to more stores, um, taking on staff. You know, there's so many different dynamics now as the business grows, and that requires time and space and energy. So that was a really whistle-stop tour of some of the areas that will require courage. The courage is going to require you dipping, dipping within, and remembering again. Who am I? Why am I here? All the reasons why you started. So there's this beautiful interlink between the courage issues in starting your business and growing your business. And what I invite you to do now is to perhaps be still, to take a little bit of time, to pause, to soak up what we've explored here. Give yourself credit for all you've already done in your business, which might be substantial over many years or perhaps even the number of years that have led you up to starting your business. And to really perhaps listen back to this and to pinpoint maybe the one or two things that you need to focus on and then to focus on what are the things that you have and what are the things that you need, people, resources, support and so on to help you on the next stage on that journey. I want to thank you so, so much for tuning in. Remember that there's far more on the Soul Trader um, site to help you. There's my Coach Yourself program which is a really inexpensive way of coaching yourself. Um, I certainly know when I was in the early days, I, I had to be really manage my resources so you can coach yourself. That might really chime right now when you need something to just focus yourself and so that you can begin to be your own coach. There's the, um, on our YouTube channels, lots of webinars and, and tips, and I'm going to be running a web, I'm going to be recording a webinar version of this pretty soon after this. So lots of support. You'll find um, us on Twitter. You'll find me, Rashid Ogunlaru, across social media and visit our soul-trader.biz um, site for lots more resources and so on. And I want to just thank you so, so, so much. Um, a quick request out there for me, actually, also, if you've read the Soul Trader book and if you really like it, just like this person I really bumped into told me that how much inspired them. Will you do me a huge favor and would you 
Um, uh, would you write me a review on Amazon? I'd really appreciate that because um, first and foremost for me, because I would love to hear how the book has helped you and, and what particularly chimed with you, the book. And also, I think in terms of this book, um, your words are going to be far more powerful in drawing new people who might want to discover this book um, than, uh, than me. And again, maybe you might want to review this podcast. I'd appreciate that because I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, if you're listening to this on um, iTunes, I'd love to read your thoughts and so on about this podcast so I can continue to be of help and service. I want to um, wish you lots of love and happiness and joy moving forward for you personally and professionally. Um, I just want to say thank you so, so much. All the best. Um, Take care from me. Until next time. Bye-bye.